Hello, guys. Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. And today's our second yay, <laughs> podcast episode with, we don't have a name yet. We need to find a name for our like series, you know, yeah. um, competitors, corners. I have no idea. Yeah, we're going to have to brainstorm about it. Yeah, we have to brainstorm. Really and if you guys have any suggestions, just send to us. And uh, we actually, if you send a good name that we can use, uh, you will be, I will be sent to you my favorite protein powder <laughs> and uh, some awesome supplements from uh, Core Nutritionals. So... And maybe I'll come up with the best name and I'll get Woo! the prize. <laughs> that sounds good. I know, right? <laughs> Tons of freebies. And actually, we're going to announce your name on our podcast. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, and today, actually, we're just going to continue to with uh, our topic we had last week. And uh, it's all about post-competition. And uh, Michelle and I, actually, we will be discussing a little bit about how you transition from, from competition prep diet to a more regular or lifestyle diet. And um, yeah, so let's dive in. Sounds good. You know, um, as we mentioned in our last podcast, uh, the post-show transition is um a lot of times more difficult than the the pre-competition um challenges so uh and and also too you know prior to the end of the show um most athletes i think are are thinking you know there's a few things that they really want to eat um mm -hmm. that they haven't had a chance to before they get into their um kind of post composition transition to back to some normalcy and um there's a lot of mental gymnastics that that go along with um with that so mm -hmm. you know i think a lot of times what happens is oh i'm going to eat a couple of things and then i'm going to jump back into being you know um transitioning myself and more often than not, I think it's a little bit more difficult than we haven't than we anticipate. And a lot of times it's because our family and our friends are like, oh, now we can go have pizza. Mm -hmm. Now we can have drinks. Now, yeah. you know, and they bake all this stuff for us and mm -hmm. and, and they, they yeah. the show, actually. And work, yeah. And they think that they're being really sweet, which they are, but they are, yeah. it can be um a little bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so, you know, I agree with you. Yeah, it, it, it makes it more difficult than we expect because there's outside factors, which are family and friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. One of the things that uh, um, in my personal experience really helped me with the post-show bench eating mm -hmm. um, was the fact that when I transitioned actually to a flexible dieting, Mm -hmm. versus having the meal plan mm -hmm. for me it was a great way for just because during even during prep i was able to in, still implementing some of the foods i enjoy 
I was able to my creating create like my my personal meal plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though my calories were very low and then I have to be more creative, I was yeah. able to still have like, you know, um, make some substitutions and creating my own desserts and creating my own craziness that yeah. would satiate that sweet craving or the foods that I was craving throughout sure. the prep. But another thing too that really helped me was having a plan for after the show, like a meal, planet mm-hmm. after the show, but not uh, and uh, also a meal planet for the day after the show, but that is still in that premises of flexible dieting. So I still have like that 80-20% like a rule in my mind mm-hmm. that I would eat more like fresh veggies throughout the day. And then I allow myself, let's say, to have a bowl of pasta. Yeah. You know, because I knew that I would not feel, and at least this is my personal experience, guys, it's I would not feel guilty about it, you know, sure. having that. I, I think that's a really good point, Andrea, to remember to um, include in uh you know, fresh whole foods like fruits and vegetables um, in the midst of some of the um, more relaxed type food, as you're saying, Mm -hmm. um, pasta or whatever it might be. And also another issue that I have seen um, happen often is that we tend to gravitate towards uh, carbohydrates, you know, Mm -hmm. sweets and different things like that. But um, the protein tends to kind of drop mm-hmm. off. So um, to stay really conscious of keeping in protein mm-hmm. while you're um, enjoying some of the other things that you're, that you're not used to, your body is not used to. Um, so keeping in the protein and the fruits and vegetables, the whole foods, and because other t- also something that happens is that your system kind of gets into shock and then you get, you know, um, you could be constipated or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, might, Loaded. might happen. Yeah. 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 Especially, yeah. Especially because again, guys, we need to remind ourselves that throughout the entire, like how long was your prep? Most likely 20 to 16 weeks. That's more like a normal mm-hmm. um, prep. So you, your body, it's so used to eat. I would say like more fresh whole foods. Mm-hmm. your digest system at this point is very sensitive yes yeah. so of course when you add like let's say sugar in the form of donuts pasta whatever it is yeah immediately your body will react yeah even though you prior to the prep you had all those foods and never had a problem before sure but your your gut microbes is changing it's yeah. already changed during those four months. Yeah. So we need to remind and be very gentle to ourselves that even though you might, the next day might be holding some water, be bloated, just to remind yourself that is the reaction your body is creating to actually remind you, hey, 
this is kind of a stressful for me right now. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's scientific, you know, I mean, th these are the things that happen with your body. Um, you know, when you're putting something in your body that, that it's not used to. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, and I like the fact that you mentioned about protein, you know, keeping the protein at um, a higher level, even during, you know, your post-show or the show, um, your after, the day after the show. And it's interesting because I was going to even like mention about this because my experience, what I do post-show is I keep my macros pretty much the same mm -hmm. post-show and I allow myself to have a little slack. But yeah. my proteins and uh, fats, or or either carb carbs or fats, whatever I'm choosing, but my protein stays the same as for the like the entire prep. I keep the same the day or the weeks after. Then I just start adding more variety of carbohydrates mm -hmm. into my diet. So this way, I feel like I have a little bit more freedom. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I keep my my meals very simple. So in my case, and what I coach my clients and emphasize or enforce them to try to do is to keep the same foods that they were eating throughout the entire prep yeah. for the weeks to come, mm -hmm. but have one or two meals or one meal or one snack that they can kind of swap with something that is quote unquote less, I don't like even the word, bad food. <laughs> I know, I know, gosh, I, I know, like I agree. crazy, yeah. but uh, processed foods, right? Sure. So yeah. something that's come in the package or whatever, whatever, whatever. So allowing them to have those and adding those, but while they still tracking their macros or if you are following whatever, whatever your, your coach is given to you, but we are talking about flexible dieting. So just following your macros and allowing to just kind of slowly start adding the, those foods and yeah paying attention how you are feeling every single time you add those foods. Prep sure. and off season is a great opportunity for you to discover actually much more about your body. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's true. So um, how, I was going to ask, <laughs> how do you, <laughs> you guys are not seeing me on video, but I'm doing faces. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> Um, oh my God. you know, it, and it's interesting that you're talking about, um, maintaining macros, um, you know, post-show and it's actually kind of what I, what I have coached as well as it relates to, you know, slowly increasing and so forth. Um, and keeping in those foods that you're used to, to eating. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm going back here now to, um, the way that I've always personally prepped myself and lived um, during competition season mm -hmm. and post-competition season. And that is, um, and it, maybe, and I think this might be different than, than what a lot of people um, have done, but it, it, it works so well for me. And that mm -hmm. is post-show, I really tried to um, not obsess over food because during during prep season i am completely anal i mean i stick to my macros like mm -hmm. 
Like I completely stick to my macros. Mm -hmm. Um, And so post-show, I work hard to release that that kind of obsession. Um, However, during competition prep, I, my meals are, they're simple and I don't mind eating a lot of the same things uh, regularly. And sometimes I do swap things out, but because I don't, I don't want to exert a lot of energy thinking and adding macros and, and doing all of that. So Mm -hmm. I would plan and eat the same things uh, regularly. And then post-show, um, I would still measure my fat because it's higher calories than protein and carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I might allow myself, you know, like if I had a rice cake and peanut butter and it uh-huh. was really good and I felt like I want another one, mm-hmm. maybe I'd have another rice cake and peanut butter, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a treat and it's so good and I love it. Um, but another thing that I would do is pretty much kind of maintain a lot of those same macros, but I would, um, you know, go out to eat with my family. I'm going to order something reasonable, something, uh, healthy, mm-hmm. whole foods, but then I'm also going to have, you know, uh, focaccia bread or chipotle bread, you know, at macaroni yeah. grill. And I'm going to dip it in the um, balsamic vinegar and maybe a little bit of olive oil. And I'm going to eat that piece of bread, you know, or I'm, Hey, you know, anybody who really knows me knows that me and cold stone, we are. Oh yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's the ice cream or, and, or Ben and Jerry's. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stay on track with my competition diet, but you can be sure that I'm having ice cream once a week (laughs) and and I'm not going to have, you know, a little half cup. Yeah. So, you know, is this stuff? So we're gonna yeah, I'm having the real, real thing. I'm having the real thing. And um, I have been blessed in that I don't have an adverse reaction. I mean, I've never had an adverse reaction. Mm-hmm. Post show, I mean, I could be really super clean and then I can have a donut mm-hmm. or a couple, you know, after show. And I don't have an adverse reaction. I could have a bowl of ice cream and I'm fine. Some people, that is not the case for. So all of our bodies react differently, but, but my point is what has worked for me is basically the competition prep diet has been like a lifestyle. Um, and then I, I just allow myself to have something that I really want mm-hmm. and, um, you know, in moderation and, and it, I've always been able to maintain leanness, you know, in the off season. Um, and you know, be healthy. And I'd get much stronger in the gym, you know, I hit some personal best, increase my strength, um, while staying, you know, pretty, pretty lean. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what has always really worked for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, my transition is I, I'm, I'm very OCD. So (laughs) I still like tracking my foods, but a little bit more loosely yeah and actually over the years because i have been practicing flexible dieting and counting and weighing my food for mm-hmm. so long yeah. that's so much easier for me to just kind of a eyeball it sure. especially when i go to restaurants and things like that yeah and make the best choices based on how i 
feel and what I want to eat. And then yeah. just like you, you know, like I want to, the one thing I really was, I was, I didn't have any cravings. I never have cravings out post show because I eat everything I wanted. So I'm yeah. very fortunate with that. Yeah. The only thing I was like, Oh, you know what? I want to have one of those spicy, the spi uh, pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. That's yeah. what I really wanted. So <laughs> when, and I was like, okay, I know it's a lot of sugar. I know it's a lot of, but guess what? It's all good. Yeah. I'm not going to beat myself because I drunk the thing. No. And, and, and you know, that it, it's healthy thinking. I mean, yeah. really, you know, it's, it's healthy to, you want to have a good relationship with food. Mm -hmm. Um, and like you were saying initially early on in the, in, in our recording here that, um, you know, the stigma about bad foods and, and there, there's really, I, I really don't think there's bad foods. It's more mm -hmm. about, uh, what your goals are, what your yeah. reasons are. And then, um, you know, post show, uh, your goal might be to, um, maintain, a healthy body fat, you know, mm -hmm. that is not excessive and it's not stage low, but, um, to have, have that, that balance, you know, mm -hmm. and, and a healthy relationship with food where you're not beating yourself up, you're allowing yourself things, you're not binging, you know, you're not obsessing over, over food. Um, so, and, and also as we talked about early on too, that's where the support of, um, of a coach, you know, for a month, at least following a show is going to be really helpful, you know? Um, so mm -hmm. I completely agree with, with that. Yeah. It's yeah. Post-show it's very, it's a very, very sensitive topic that most people don't talk about it, but I think it, we cover a lot today yeah. and uh, we're going to just keep going with this topic because I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. Oh <laughs> like you said, there's so much We're fun. having so much fun, guys. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are having a lot of fun too, because I know most of you are driving right now. So, or you're at the gym working out. But again, if you guys have any topics or any questions about competition prep, post-show, or training, fitness, anything related right. with that, you know, athlete lifestyle, mm -hmm. especially if you are thinking about, um, this is a great um, time for you to ask us and we will do our best to just support you in Absolutely. your journey. Yep. Absolutely. All righty, guys. So we are about to wrap up here and uh, we're going to be seeing you guys next week with more topics about competition prep. And don't forget to send us like some ideas for our podcast name. Thank you, Andrea. No, thank it. you. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Right. Bye.